Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's Tiki and Tierney on the fan. Tiki Barber. You are the Brooklyn Nets. Was it worth it? I would argue it absolutely was worth it because think about what their stated mission was with Josiah when they came to Brooklyn, which was to claim New York and start dominating on the national scene. They had all of that. Brandon Tierney. Barely scraped by a Guardians team that has one star and you got smacked again by the team that owns us. And we're overreacting? That drives me nuts. But I actually think that how things that's it. Tiki and Tierney on the fan, 1019 FM and the Odyssey app. All right, hey, what's going on, everybody? It's 1002 on the fan. It's the Tiki and Tierney show. How are we today? We got a little bit of this. We got a little bit of that. Mr. Barber, how you feeling today, homie? I'm good. Okay. I'm kind of annoyed at Aaron Rodgers. And He's not even Rogers. our guy. He's not even our guy yet, meaning a New York, New Yorker. And we look, we have Ian Rappaport on every single week. I think we'll have him on again this week for the wrap-up last time, maybe. Yep, yep, I think it's tomorrow. Yeah, and probably we'll reach out to him should other news happen around the league at some point in the offseason. But we have Ian every week, and Ian's job is to source information about things that are going on in this in the NFL world. And last week, or earlier this week, I should say, Aaron Rodgers took some real shots at Ian Rappaport. Basically saying, he doesn't know anybody in my inner circle. I don't have his number. He doesn't have my number. Basically, shut the hell up, Ian. And Schefter, too. And Schefter. But forget Schefter. Because Rappaport's our guy. Right? Basically, shut the hell up. Stop talking about me. And as I'm reading the full quotes, I mean, you heard the snippets. But as I'm reading the full quotes from his Pat McAfee um, uh, weekly appearance, Talking about Schefter, talking about Rappaport, basically saying, I've been, nobody knows what's going on with me except for me and stop talking about me. It just made me start to realize that if he is that sensitive, that he gets upset that people, reporters, opinion makers, uh, influencers, whoever, want to talk about him, he is going to struggle in New York. And I don't know if it's the right fit for him. I don't know if I want him in New York if this is going to be his reaction to things that don't matter, right? If Aaron Rodgers doesn't want people talking about him, talking about his offseason, talking about his personal life, talking about all these things Mm -hmm. that are going on with Aaron Rodgers, 
He needs to stop talking. Maybe he will. He needs to stop going on Pat McAfee. And Maybe saying, he'll be coming on with us. I'm, I'm doing this and that and the other thing. And and then someone else says, okay, well, that's interesting that you're going into a hole for four, for <laughs> yeah. four days. And, yeah. Why you are you know, talking about my hole? Dark. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, right? Don't tell us. A little us. contradiction I there. I don't care. Huh. What you do in your offseason. Once this regular season ends and or the playoffs end, and I don't care unless you tell me, and it's quirky. If you're going to tell me, you know what, I'm getting in the gym, I'm going to grind, I'm going to work out with my string and conditioning coach, I'm going to meet with this new quarterback coach, we'll be like, all right, cool. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. But when you go and you're doing something that feels odd to normal society, which is going to sit in a cabin in the woods for four days and complete uh, sensory isolation. It's just kind of, we're going to talk about it. You have to. It's our job to. And for him to get offended by that, he's not going to handle the intensity of the New York media scape. That's obviously traditional media, social, and everything else if he's here. I don't know if I want him here because it's going to turn into a quick pain in the ass of Aaron Rodgers. It's thin. Wow. That that shallow that he's taking shots at Ian Rappaport. Think about who we're talking about. Yeah. He's not it's not like it's some provocateur, <laughs> right? This is Ian Rappaport we're talking about. Come and Schefter. On. And Schefter, but come I mean, on. I'll, listen, I'll take my chances. Mm-hmm. I'll take my chances. Now until until he starts playing somewhat mediocre well, and then the fire starts blazing. Okay, now let me ask you this him. because this is the interesting part. Well, at first it's a very interesting take. I didn't know you were going here. But take it to say one Aaron Rodgers. Oh, he's taking a he shot at our he, dude. I don't know if he's going to work in New York. Taking a shot at our dude. I got you. Um, First of all, what is so bad about the New York media? What, is Mike Lupica going to write something about you? There's nothing bad. Exactly. But... So if, no matter where but, he plays, but, the uh, national media is always going to weigh in. doesn't matter if he plays here or Vegas. Rappaport, Schefter, the McAfee spot, everybody else is going to pipe in. It's not like, oh, he's a Jet now. Suddenly it's in the – look at the – just see that takedown hit job by Rich Samini? Did you see Brian <laughs> Costello? Absolutely a visit. I'm not saying that they wouldn't do it, but – and I'm not trying to disrespect those people at all. They're very good at their job. But it doesn't carry the weight that it used to. Well, it doesn't. But the the volume of media, the throngs that come out come at you is real, right? I also I was also reading about this whole Kadarius Tony thing, and you know, um, Juju Smith Schuster, who's on a tear as of late, saying, "I don't know what the Giants did with you know why they got rid of Kadarius Tony." You know why? Because Kadarius Tony didn't work in New York. Obviously, culture wise, with the New York Giants, he didn't fit because he's a knucklehead, but. He was flapping off at the mouth. He was like, he couldn't play here, right? He just, he couldn't handle this market. Certain people can't handle this market. And I would believe that Aaron Rodgers would until I see him getting like angry. Like he felt legitimately angry at Ian Rappaport for saying, you know what? I think he's good. I I hear he's going in on Monday and Rogers, I'm not going in on Monday. You don't know what we're talking about. I've been had this plan for four months. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Tinky dude. Spicy today. Wow, this it's is an interesting take. When people get like, I don't know. They they take. So you don't think there was anything contrived about it? There was no like messaging or reasoning. You think that no. he was truly, I think he thin was, skinned yes. and uh, and well, yes. okay, yes. and a possible because foreshadow kept, to what just, he might be like he just here. Kept going on. Yeah, like like I, I have my inner circle, and my inner circle is not talking to Ian Rappaport or Adam Schefter. No disrespect to Ian Rappaport. Obviously, he's disrespecting him, but he doesn't know what the hell is going on in my life. We've had this plan for four months. This, he doesn't know this, so stop talking about me. You don't have my number. I don't have your number. I'm not. 
not your friend. All due respect, you do your job great. You're not my friend. Stop talking about me. Okay, stop talking about yourself and we'll stop talking about you. Like it just I don't know. It just it irks me a little bit because I like Aaron Rodgers as a player, but there are some quirky things about that dude. And we've known this for a lot of years. And I just don't know if it's gonna work here in New York. Certain people just can't play here. Let me play this for everybody. So this was with McAfee or Rogers. Go ahead. I have no problem with Ian Rappaport, Schefter. I think they're really good at their jobs. When it comes to me, they don't know. They really don't. They don't have. They don't have inner source. They don't have people in my inner circle who are sources. I can promise you that. And anybody who would talk to them is not in my inner circle. It's that simple. Now, I think part of the problem. I love that, that, by the way. Part of the problem is that he cussed a lot in this. Okay. Like he said, they don't know bleep. He, you know, shut the bleep up. Like he, like he could tell he was angry. It wasn't like he was just. Maybe he's just getting ready to fit in with us. I mean, we like I to curse. Mean, maybe. You know? I, I don't know. He's I, leaving the, the pastures at Green Bay. He's got to make it a little tough. Think about what we're talking about. We're not talking about uh, Ian Rappaport is reporting that Aaron Rodgers has a potential labrum tear. Uh-huh. It could jeopardize his career. We're talking about him disappearing for four days. And the timing This is what we're talking about. The timing of him going into a a black hole, sensory deprivation for four days. That's what he's talking about. And he's that upset? Really? Like, who cares? Mm. Truly. If Aaron Rodgers went into that hole a week ago, or he's going next week, or he's going a month from now, does it matter? The answer is absolutely not, unless he makes it matter. And then when we try to opine upon it, not us, but Ian Rappaport or Schefter tries to opine upon it, he's going to start dropping cuss words, right, and saying he doesn't know any, you know, crap about my, you know what I mean, about my inner circle, mm-hmm. the explicative he used. Come on, Aaron Rodgers. Well, I, you got to be better oh, than okay. that. Okay, 877-337-6666. Really, nothing there to me strikes me as a worrisome foreshadow about how Rodgers is going to comport himself here if he comes here. Matter of fact, I see, it exa- I see it the exact opposite way. I'll tell mm-hmm. you why. I think he's a little bored. I think I think you get I, – I really do. I think that you know, he loved, loved playing at Lambeau, mm-hmm. you know, love the, the family feel. It's the most unique NFL city out there. It might be the most unique sporting city. No doubt. Uh, domestically here, it's just, it's just a different world. It's like 1950s still. You go back into the 50s, you yeah. have happy days you transport yeah, it to. the ownership structure. It's non-traditional. Yep, yep. It's, it's different. Yeah. There's, there's not venom. Uh, there's more appreciation. It's totally different speed. We get that, right? I think that I think at this stage he, he needs a little different motivation. Mm. Uh, and if it's calling out, and I don't think he did it in a, in a way that was so unprofessional or so damaging to the character of Rat. I'm not saying that you're saying this either, but Rappaport or Schefter, whatever you've got to reach for to internalize and 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 get a little extra gas in the tank at the age of 39. I'm all for. Now, the other reason I'm not worried about this, even if he was over, let's say he comes here and he's overly ornery, overly reactive, uh, overly soft or thin skinned, he still has the ability to control his own narrative each week. Mm-hmm. And that's why it might be a two day cycle, but between the Giants and between all the things going on, it's buried for a day. He goes on McAfee's show, provides a little clarity, throws three touchdowns, Jets win 35 17 over the Pats, story's done. I don't think it's a big deal. Mm. I, I'm very surprised that you view it that seriously. I think mm. it's a really interesting take I think from it's a somebody fl- who used the media effectively, 
who well, played here. That, that's it, that surprised it, it, me that you're saying this. This has nothing to do with me. This is absolutely nothing about me. This is this is me thinking Aaron Rodgers could feel a lot of media pressure and a media inquiry. I mean, think about it. He is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time and one of, uh, certainly one of the top two or three in our generation. And 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 if he comes here, obviously that's what we're going to talk about, how great he is, what he can potentially do for the New York Jets. But if it's little, like if the little things are what set him off, Forget the stuff that happens on the field because he never gets he never talks about that. Like we never hear him upset about a bad game or the I mean, wrong maybe, route. Yeah, maybe he'll like throw a passive aggressive. Yeah, you know these guys got to learn these routes. Yeah. Right? I mean, he did that last year with Christian Watson. Um, you know, out in Green Bay. Like maybe you hear that, but of course, like we can see that, right? We know that. But when you start digging into his personal life, which is bound to happen. And it starts affecting him emotionally to the point where he's cussing out, like, NFL insiders? Mm -hmm. Like, what? what, Seriously? Maybe he just had a bad day. I don't know. But it was just a poor indication to me on how he's going to deal with the media in New York. If Ian Rappaport and and Adam Schefter are front and center of his his bow and arrow and his target as he's trying to strike him down, he don't know crap about his life. You don't know my insiders. Come on, Aaron Rodgers. you got to be better than that. All right. We're inside of our Town Fair Tire Studio. Our friends at Town Fair remind you that you always get the guarantee lowest price on name brand tires. From Connecticut to Maine, nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. And by the way, he's not coming here anyway. Stop at this. <laughs> Just telling now you. batting the first baseman, Aaron Judge. We'll get to that later as well. It's interesting. Uh, all right. Let's get to uh, first up, Tony's up in the Bronx. Tony, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, Tony? Tony. Hey, uh, I agree with Tiki on this uh, here. I mean, I think this guy, uh, Rogers, is a, is a wrong fit for uh, for the city. I really do, man. I mean, this guy is just so stubborn and so in his own way. And, you know, I don't know how to even explain it. I mean, we're all New Yorkers, right? Yep. So we got an obnoxious side to us. I mean, that <laughs> other parts of the country, even Massachusetts, I mean, they even consider us like obnoxious uh, New Yorkers, right? Yep. But if he comes in here as a newbie and does that, I mean, we're just going to lash out on him like crazy. Not I if mean, he lights it up on Sundays. Right. Not if he lights it up on Sundays, we won't. We won't even well, care. I don't even, think, I don't even think that he'll be able to do that. I mean, I, I think... I don't think it'll work out. I really don't, man. I just... Uh, that's just my take on yep. it, guys. Okay. Uh, I know... Hey, BT, I know you want him here. Of course I want him. Hey, my brother, I apologize. I don't think he's the right fit. No, you know, listen, just, no apology. Hey. I got you. <laughs> I, I respect your opinion, Thank man. You, I Tony. do. Now, if you want to tell me that, listen, he's obviously, he's not been exposed to what, like, Eli was exposed to when all the New York athletes judge, you know, the pursuit of the record this year. So there would be a little bit of a transition, I would imagine, a little. But the one thing about football and very much unlike baseball and even basketball, because I, I brought up Marbury yesterday. We were talking about Jalen mm-hmm. Brunson, how great he's been, right? And, you know, if you're a basketball player, Kyrie Irving more recently, and you have a, either an attitude or a, 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 a division with the media or whatever, you're kind of omnipresent because you play basketball at least three, sometimes four games a week. Mm-hmm. Baseball, you play every night. Yep. Football, you play once. And there's the one session that you have to do for the NFL. You speak after the game, and then it's like on to the next one. So I'm not saying that it would be a perfect fit that he would just so seamlessly transition here 
uh, and and not have any missteps or project anything that maybe is not something you want to project as a quarterback. I just don't think it's a big deal because of the nature of the sport and the nature of the sports cycle of news. Maybe. You know maybe. what I mean? Because nowadays, these guys talk once a week. Once a week is all you'll get from a star player. Yeah. It used to be every you, you're there every day. Like, you'd have a conversation with the media every day in some capacity. Yeah, now, and now my, it's not the case. Close your eyes. for Imagine, let's say... Week three, I don't know, playing the Dolphins. Let's say he has a rough week, okay? Let's say he's here. They're, the Jets are one and one, okay? One impressive win, one loss. Maybe you kind of expected well, well competed, tough competed game. And week three, they lose to the Dolphins and he throws two picks or he doesn't see something from the blind side. Whomever gets beat, puts it on the turf, Jets lose, he gets hammered, right? Week three. Goes to the podium after the game and he projects. Disgust or thin skin, of course, we'll react to that, right? I don't know what you guys are talking about. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? Anything yeah, yeah, that I'm saying? Of course. Because you guys have been talking for a minute straight <laughs> on the talkback. No matter what he projects, all he has to do is go on McAfee and say, you know what? Yeah, I was a little bit, I was a little worked up the other day. Story's gone. Yeah. Story's but, gone. Yeah, but still, it's, I, I just see New Yorkers getting annoyed by that. I can see it. I can, I can see, especially if he's not playing good. You think I would get annoyed by it? Um, yes, I do, actually. Especially if he starts taking shot at the criticism. Right? This isn't about yeah. the story. This is him taking a shot at Ian Rappaport's reporting. Is it that big of a shot? It is. Yes, he's cussing really? at him. You don't but know. he's prefaced with, I respect him. He's good at okay. his job. Okay, so backhand the compliment. Well, I know a lot right? of people do that. Hey, listen, he's a really good guy. Right. But, I, but throwing, at least he said some it. some sugar while throwing some salt, right? Yeah, but that's, that's what he's doing. I mean, was it? I got you. I didn't, listen, it wasn't like it was this that's because systematic you're, you're, takedown of, of Ian Rappaport. Uh, character assassination. Yeah, it was. He doesn't know my people. Ian Rappaport and is, he doesn't. is reporting something about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers basically said Ian doesn't know what the blank he's talking about. And he used explicatives. He doesn't know anybody in my circle, which he probably does because he co-hosts the Pat Mac- McAfee show when McAfee is out. So he's probably talking to McAfee himself, right? I mean, I, who knows where who knows where Ian? I don't think McAfee and Rogers really connected. There was a story on that. Like it's it's more Rogers using that as a platform. It's more AJ Hawk uh, yeah, who's really tied with Rogers. I mean, I I I don't even I can't imagine how much Aaron Rodgers gets paid to do that do that spot. And no. it's not it's not insignificant. I promise you. Um, because why would he, right? Why mm-hmm. would he help promote Pat McAfee's show? No, that's when really you first said it. that, I was like, about a month ago that came up, and I think you said like a million. I'm like, a million? Pat McAfee makes a ton of money. You're probably right. No, I know. I know he does. The World show makes things. a ton of money. Yep. Yep. The advertisers pay him a ton of money. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no way Aaron Rodgers isn't benefiting because he goes on every week, and every week we talk about it. Whatever Aaron Rodgers says, we talk about it. It's it, it's true. I mean, it's the it's the number I, one news I, item. I mean, Pat Mahomes. It really is. Pat Mahomes is the best player in the NFL right now, evidenced by his Super Bowl MVP and league MVP, which he broke the streak, by the way, because you, you win the league MVP, you don't usually win the Super Bowl. Pat, we don't talk about Pat Mahomes' life. We don't talk about, about his dopey brother who's annoying yeah, as hell, who's who, resurfaced who back Jackson's on the an scene. Idiot. Who cares? Oh, but, God. Who, but we don't talk about Pat that guy is. We talk about Aaron Rodgers, I mean, almost literally every week. <sighs> yeah, 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 we do, we do. Dan's up in Poughkeepsie. What's going on, Danny? What's up, Dan? Dan, you ready to roll or no? Hi. Hey, what's up, man? 
All right, something's up. You know what? We'll, we'll reset the phones here. Yeah, phones are. Uh, what's up with that? Something, something up with the phones? No, it's just we should break anyway. Time one. Well, you just pretend that the phones are broken. No, I don't want to go with that because then there's on blaming us on the back here. Well, it's not you. It could be engineers' fault. Well, yeah. maybe we didn't Actually, pay the phone bill. Spice hmm. fault didn't pay the bill. There you go. That's <laughs> so, right. We just shuffle it down to the <laughs> the big wigs' office at the end of the hall. Dan, Our, call us back. I don't think you're ready. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll get you back up, Dan. So Tiki's take is strong, and it, it's it's an interesting one. He doesn't know if Rodgers could handle this. That's one thing to say, you know, he's not quite what he was. That That's football stuff. But the other stuff is unique. What do you guys think? 877-337-6666. Tiki and Tierney on the fan. We're known for being polite. So we give you a chance to talk too. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Tiki and Tierney back on the fan. It's 1027. What's happening, everybody? So, uh, Tiki's opening up the mic today and telling us that Aaron Rodgers is going to crack here. He's not built for this. Worried. Now, Rodgers is no doubt a deep thinker, uniquely wired, aloof, a little sensitive, a little bit of everything. I'm not worried about this because I'm probably measuring the options and willing to take some chances with a guy who, you know, was a little out of character yesterday Mm -hmm. as he took on Rappaport and Schefter. You think it's legitimately something that could be a big deal? Well, I mean, we've we've known he's had a a quirky personality. Not bad in in any way. Just a quirky personality for years. Um, And, you know, as many things that you could point at for that. But to get upset about something as little... And meaningless as this, it just makes you realize how sensitive he actually is. And again, I, this is it's simple. If Aaron Rodgers doesn't want us talking about his life, which he clearly doesn't, then he worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole. Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can over think what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. 
sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He needs to stop talking about his life. You know what he's telling him, unless they're paying him a lot of money, which I believe that they are, to go on Pat McAfee and, and answer all these questions about these little things that we otherwise wouldn't care about unless he's talking about them. So, right, don't put it out in the world if you don't want us to opine on it because mm. we'll opine on it. That's just what media does, especially the way that social media has now grown to be snarky and intrusive and opinionated. It just is what it is. Right? Don't get upset about it. it. And the fact that he got upset at Ian Rappaport, it just, I don't know, like, come on. What, what's going to happen when, I don't know, I'm trying to think of the hardest media member in New York. Uh, Pat Leonard, yeah. Like Pat Leonard writes some, like, harsh. Pat uh, Leonard. Uh, whatever. He's just the name that pops up. He covers the Jets. He's, you know, Giants. He, I mean, the, the Giants and the in New York sports. But whatever. He he writes a harsh article about some opinion on Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Is he going to? Go on Pat McAfee and start killing Pat Leonard. He might. I mean, exactly. Leonard come out, and throw three touchdowns, and beat the Pats again. And, unless he goes out, and throws three interceptions, like <laughs> and then it gets it, worse, like he did against Detroit and didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, you know what it is too. The way you position and listen. If we woke up tomorrow, and it might be <laughs> eventually, social media was gone. I'd be thrilled, really, in a lot of ways. Outside yeah. of the the humanitarian things we could do, connect people, raise money, go fund me stuff. You know, and and obviously promote some things we're doing on the show, but all the other nonsense. It's a cesspool. It's it's damaging to mm-hmm. society. I think it hurts young people's psyches. I think it overinflates older people's psyches. Like yeah. there's so it, it's bad, right? But it's been around so long now, and it's been so damaging for so long that it's no longer damaging perceptually. Like what was once a massive Twitter blow up? Oh my good god! Did you see what happened with so and so? It's gone. Next day. Mm-hmm. So I don't really think it's a big deal. 877-337-6666. Uh, Carl is in Garrison. What's happening, Carl? How you doing today, bud? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, what's happening, Carl? Hey, man. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, we got you. Oh, all right, cool. Big fans, guys. I love the segment on the Knicks yesterday, too, so uh, that was really cool. And a uh, long time, we haven't heard anything like that going on. So today, I did want to call up because um, I see... Brandon, I know you need this guy here, <laughs> Rogers, and I think he'd be really interesting. Yeah, have. I think it would be pretty amazing. But I think Tiki's really nailing it. Uh, you know, as far as his behavior with the New York media, 
And, you know, he can't have it both ways, right? We go through this every single year with Rodgers at the end of the season, right? Mm-hmm. Let's go back to, like, 2021. You know, Tierney, you had a pretty epic rant about him, right? About being petulant, how you were tired of him yeah. and everything else. I remember. When they drafted Julian Love. Uh-huh. Well, Julian Love with uh, Jordan Love. Yeah. So it's the same guy, right? Yeah. That time he manipulated Schefter and the ESPN into getting his message out to the media. Now he doesn't like when his message gets to the media. <laughs> All right? So which is it? Yeah, you know? exactly. And it's going to happen a lot in New York. I'm just telling you, like, it's going to be relentless. Yeah, and I don't think, like, this is in 1987 with the New York media, like, writing, like, perfect columns every single day about people. Well, well, for those, oh, well, first of all, it's the exact opposite. You go it, back it, to it, the seven, they, they were hit jobs. You <laughs> kidding me? That's why Tom Seaver was traded. It, they did, it's just like it's like death by paper cut, you know. <laughs> yeah, death by a million radio segments. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I, I think I mean, you, if he did come here, you could really like imagine like the training camps and everything, and how amazing it would be like going to the Jets facility and seeing this guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and with the Jets roster, I, I get I get the whole thing. It's like you have to add him, or you have to add somebody you know with high caliber right now. So. It's a real catch twenty two for everybody. It's you know? interesting. It's a tough spot, and Thank uh, you, Carl. there's no perfect answer. There Thanks really for the call, isn't. By the way, I mean, again, I, I, there's really not a perfect answer. I say it again. I don't think. Do I want him to come here? It'd be fantastic. It'd be great for our show. <laughs> It'd be awesome oh. for my, myriad reasons. Oh. I don't think he's coming to the New York Jets. Yeah, you um, said that for a while. I honestly think that they're going to have their sights set on Jimmy Garoppolo, even though the Tampa Bay Buccaneers apparently are hot to trot for the for Jimmy G as well. I mean, who, who would have guessed Jimmy G is the second hottest candidate here that's a, a potential free agent? Because uh, I don't think he's free yet, Jimmy. Not yet. G. March. He, but he but that's be. why Derek Carr gets the month start. That's right. Because he was cut. Um, but Jimmy G, I think, makes a lot of sense for New York because of the trust that Robert Sala has in Garoppolo from his time out there. And also, he serves a role. Um Similar, but not obviously, he's not nearly the the peak that Aaron Rodgers could bring or Carr or Carr. But he does have the ability to potentially mentor. He'd win. Zach. He well, he'd, he'd wins. He'd win some games with he this would. team. He wouldn't implode he would. unless they were just besieged by injuries. You know, Garoppolo, and he's one who's always getting hurt himself, mm-hmm. which is another issue. But you know, Jimmy comes here. They they tweak one spot on the O line. They get you a linebacker to safety. They tweak a little bit with. The, I mean, the Jets are supposed to be really good. Everybody yeah. knows this, and Jimmy would carry the mail. Uh, and put them in a position to certainly be a playoff team. See, the way I see it, and Les Calder said, there, there's really no perfect answer. And he's right, because to get Rodgers, number one, the temperament, which I'm not worried about at all, but I understand why some people bring it to the surface. I got you, Teak. But also, the compensation for somebody who's going to be 40 soon. Mm-hmm. There was a downtick in performance. I think mostly attributable to the hand. Not everybody agrees. That's fine, but still not. And by the way, a guy who only has one Super Bowl and lost multiple conference championship games in his own house. He's not without flaw. Yeah. Even though he's the best answer, that's not perfect. Derek Carr. Derek Carr is really good. Derek Carr has won nothing. Mm-hmm. Derek Carr is going to be expensive. Then you get to you know the Tannehills. All right, improvement. Jimmy G. All right, improvement. But you're not really viable. Big picture, not in the AFC. And you're not getting fired up over a Mayfield or a. And there's no way you could run back Mike White and Zach Wilson. No. So like, there is no perfect solution. No. So I'll take the chance on the guy with the best resume, who I believe is smart enough to navigate. What could be murky, temperamental media waters here? 
We're not as tough as we think we we're not we're not what we used to be. Yeah, we're not that vicious. Nobody's getting on the radio. Listen, I wish it was this way because I would be demanding trades left and right. But let's call it for what it is. No radio host in this town, none, is getting on the air and demanding that a team trades for somebody and that team trades for him. You can say whatever you want. I mean, Mike and Chris made Mike Piazza come here. He did. They did. They honestly did. That's funny. Those days are over. Yeah, you're right. We smash Brian Cashman left and right. You don't care. I mean, is Hicks still on the roster? Josh Donaldson's still here? I, I mean, you see where I'm going? Yeah. And I'm not trying to minimize what we do because okay. I'm a part of it. It's the last thing Cash, I want to Cash tell. made a joke. But let's be realistic. Cashman makes a joke last week about, yeah, yeah, yeah. about, about the, you know. How about tough, how we react to what yeah, they do. How or, tough yeah, we yeah, are. Yeah. Like how tough New Yorker fans. And we crush them. That's right. Because I said, <laughs> I don't like that you said it on the Chicago radio station. Say it on the fan. Hop, by the way, did we get back? Uh, have we booked Mr. Cashman yet? <laughs> Still working on it. You know that. Give a chance to apologize or at least contextualize what he said about us. <laughs> I have the feeling he won't be apologizing for you. <laughs> You're probably right. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. And the ball game's over, and the Giants have won Super Bowl 46. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Oh, yeah, Dove is on point so far. Been a little while. That uh, kangaroo court cookie jar has been collecting a little dust. We'll have to find a way to find Dove. He'll he'll do something wrong at some point. Just got to pay attention. Uh, it's Tiki and Tierney on the fan. Brian Reynolds just spoke about his Pirates future. And Yankee fans, you want to get the gist of what he said. We'll give it to you in a bit. And, and I have no problem admitting this. And we'll also do this coming up in a little bit. The Mets are absolutely heads and shoulders better than the Yankees at one thing for sure. <laughs> I'll tell you what it is in a little bit. Oh, gosh. Uh, so Kafka. Don't rile up your peeps, man. Come on, PT. <laughs> hey, I got to tease like a radio pro. Come yeah, on, man. I know, but you're going to get Yankee fans all mad at you. It's all right. Uh, listen, there's no homerism here, mm. despite what Hoff says. Yeah. They missed another one last night, by the way. They won't be mad at you. Told you he was they'll just have nothing but love for you. Dude, I think, boy. I told Columbus you. Blue Jackets. How many times are you going to go back to that well? I told you it was wrong because he he had the facts wrong. He didn't even know where the game was. Oh, jeez. He uh, has mailed it in. That's uh, what he's done. Let me tell you real quick. You're trying to give it away, aren't no, no, you, No, no, Here's what's happened, bud. I know this guy like a book. Here's what's happening with Hoff, all right? Mm -hmm. And I get it, and on most levels, I respect it. But I'm going to call him out for this. So <laughs> when we first gave him the baton, he was crushing it. Yep. Six or seven in a row. And he had this increased profile. Oh, yo, Hoff is hot. Yo, Hoff's got winners. Yo, Hoff is making me money. And then Hoff went ice cold. And the love stopped. So the criticisms came. And he stopped taking it seriously. He loved the ride. Yeah. He loved the ascent. But he might not be a trench guy when it comes to this stuff. Mm. So BT clearly doesn't know anything about me. I can care less about <laughs> any of this betting stuff and giving my picks. I'm saving you something from doing something each day and looking for a pick. So uh -huh. I... Doing you a favor. You gave me two more weeks. Whatever. I'll do whatever I can in two weeks. Like, Hopefully, get winners. Get off. Yeah, damn right. He just sounded like uh, 1970s mafioso there. That was that was a nice. That was good. <laughs> you think you can act? I got a little you know, up my sleeve. So, Tiki, I got a question for you before we get back to these calls about Roger. For some yes. reason, my partner doesn't think Rogers can handle New York, which I think is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's the short version and not the entirely accurate one, but kind of close. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Kafka and Wink are obviously back here with the Giants. Great for the Giants. Continuity is awesome. Philly's coverage got rated. Mm -hmm. That's what happens with Super Bowl success. Both of their coordinators gone. 
just in the most basic sense, how much does this really impact them? I am excited that Mike Kafka... As the offensive coordinator, we get another year to work with Daniel Jones because we just want to see that those that's incremental improvements, maybe exponential improvements, with the, in the second year of the the Dable Kafka system, kind of like we saw with Josh Allen up in up in Buffalo. Um, Wink, same way. The aggression that he plays or that he calls defenses and allows his his front seven, particularly the front four, but it's also the seven, even though we don't talk about them as much because they need upgrades at the linebacking position. But that front four, they it, it allows them to play to their strengths. There's no two-gap in. They're, just, they're shooting gaps. They're getting mismatches, and a lot of that is because of Wink's system. I love the fact that the Giants have continuity as it pertains to, the, to their two signal callers. For the Eagles, um, look, offensively, I don't think it's going to hurt them that much, mm-hmm. um, mainly because th- I think Brian Johnson is going to become the offensive co- offensive coordinator. He is currently the quarterback coach. He was in f- at Florida when Florida had the best offense in in college football uh, back in 2018 to 2020. And I, I and he's black, and I love. I hope that they they promote him to the offensive coordinator position because that's a stepping stone to head coach. This is a Rooney Rule thing, but I would love for him to get that opportunity. So they'll miss Steichen, but I don't think terribly. Um, I think everybody is kind of happy down in Philly that Jonathan Gannon is gone. Yeah, maybe including some Eagles players, you mean. Right. Yeah. Now, he he was like Wink. He was committed to his system, except unlike Wink, it was just sit back and let's play zone. That's the worst. And you that just is, get crushed. It's infuriating. The reason that the and, and it's because I've been talking about this a lot to people asking about what happened in the Super Bowl. Well, the Eagles had three possessions in the second half. Yeah, three. That's it. And and they punted on one. That was the difference in the game. If they don't, if they kick a field goal in that one possession, one of the three possessions, they kicked the field goal, three and out, and they scored a touchdown and tied it with with the two point conversion. Those are the only three possessions that they had in the second half. The reason that the Kansas City Chiefs were able to dominate them is because you sit back in the zone, you get picked apart in the run game. Kansas City didn't didn't throw the ball a lot in the second half. They just ran the football. Remember Pacheco? He had a couple of big runs. Yeah. He scored a touchdown. Jonathan Gannon was so predictable that it was easy to then convert rushing into a big part of your offense. And then the other thing that he did, once you get in the tight red zone, Jonathan Gannon, guess what he played? Man coverage. And in his play and in, in play against man coverage, this corny play that Andy Reid calls corn dog. Literally, he said that it's, it was called corn dog. The same touchdown play they ran twice. Fake jet sweep, flip him back into the flat. The safety of the corner is flying across the screen. He's wide open. They did it twice. Right, Kadarius Tony had one catch. That was his catch mm-hmm, for the touchdown. Mm-hmm. Sky Moore had one catch. That what was a his name, catch. too. It just yeah. sounds like he got that was like his catch 13 for the touchdown. touchdowns at some point. So he, Sky Moore, the touchdown. The, the reason I'm saying this about Jonathan Gannon, yeah. look, good luck to him. He's got a handful with Kyler Murray in Arizona. Good luck. But I think a lot of people are saying good riddance to him. So got advantage it. Giants. Advantage Giants, but maybe also advantage Eagles defensively because they're going to have a different philosophy oh, okay. there you go. than what they had last year. Look, if you can get home with four, yeah. which is what they did, that's 72 or 70 sacks it's in the optimal. regular season. That's, what, you, that's that, what you're chasing. Are you really calling defense? Or are you just letting the dudes guys go eat? <laughs> nah, that's, right? that's, so, yeah, I got you. I, I think offensively, 
the Giants have an advantage here because Kafka is going to continue to develop Daniel Jones, and I've been on the record and said this many times. I think Daniel Jones can be the best quarterback in the NFC East, um, and especially with continuity there. Um, I think defensively, the Giants also have an advantage because the Eagles kind of wanted to get rid of Jonathan Gannon anyways. All right. Good stuff there, TK. 877-337-6666. Stanley's up in New Haven. What's happening, Stano? How are you? Good. Good morning, guys. Hey, bud. Hey, TK, I, hey, I want to congratulate uh, your brother on this Hall of Fame. Oh, I appreciate you, bro. Uh, That's awesome. And uh, hope hope to hear your name called pretty soon. Hey, man, man, one of these days. Get BT on my side. I've already started the move. Uh, crushing Let's go. social media. That's and right. I, and, uh, <laughs> hey, 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 BT. Yes. Uh, question for you. If Rodgers comes to the Jets, is it Super Bowl or bust mm. for, um, as far as you can see? Uh, because this guy's going to cost you guys a lot of money. And if he doesn't at least bring you to a Super Bowl, yep, I I, I don't I don't think he's going to be worth bringing here. Now, first so, of all, it's 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 a really good question. It is. I'm, I'm going to give you credit there. It's a good question. Um, I'm going to answer it this way. Now, the money means nothing to me, and not just because it's not it's not mine, which is the obvious answer. I am less concerned about money than I am draft equity, and I, I'm of the mindset, and a lot of people disagree. I'm holding firm. I don't think that. Whomever gets Rodgers is giving up the hole that some people perceive that they will be given up. Multiple okay. ones right out of the chute. That's not happening. People need to okay. realize that. So even if Rodgers comes here, they pay him a hole, 40, 50, whatever, a million, 50 a year, and they don't win the Super Bowl, Stanley, I still think there's incredible value for the rest of the roster to be pulled along and have their growth accelerated and the further development of the of the culture, because they're going to be a playoff team. Anytime they roll out of the tunnel on Sunday with Rodgers, they're going to expect to win, and that's going to have a long-lasting effect. Yeah, you want the Super Bowl, but even if you fall short, it could still be a productive okay. two-year yeah, stint. And, and Stanley, I would I would I would um, add on to that. You just you can't say that about any really any team in the AFC. Because think how stacked the AFC is. I don't think you could do that in the NFL. You could try to do well, that in I the mean, NBA. Well, I mean, that's why you're bringing Rodgers here. I mean, I don't. I think I think Rodgers is past his prime, and I just don't think he can play with the young guns anymore. Mm. So, well, let's I, stand, I, I, hold on, Stan. Let's probe into that. You're saying that because he had one bad year. Now he had back-to-back MVPs, and his. And by the way, if Rodgers. If the numbers that Rodgers put up this year, and for him, they were not good. I get you. Yeah. But if Zach Wilson okay. did that, or Mike White did that, by total, the Jets are easily a playoff team. So there right. is a little, Zach Wilson, little fine print. Zach Wilson would have been doing that going up. Rodgers did that on the end of his career. So Zach Wilson put those numbers up early. Now you're looking for him to build on that. That's a Rogers good answer. Did it at, at the end of his career. Yeah. So. Is he done? Unless you think think the hand was really jacked up. Stanley, that's a good call. Nice job, buddy. Very good call. Uh, Dean's at Asbury Park. What's happening, Dean? How you doing, bud? What's going on, guys? I uh, totally agree with Tiki, and I've been saying that for a while. I think Jets fans have stars in their eyes with Rodgers. They (laughs) are ignoring some red flags. Yeah. Um, I think the problem is I think he can handle New York media. He's got the money. He's got the fame. He doesn't really care. It's everybody else that's going to have to answer questions. Week in, week out, the coaching staff, the other players, when a play doesn't go the right way, whose fault was it? You know, it's going to be Garrett Wilson's going to have the questions. Sauce Gardner is going to grind on the whole team all year long, Mm. especially when he doesn't want to talk to the media and they're the ones out front having to talk for him. Yeah, I think, I mean, that's that's a side of it that we haven't Mm. really 
you know, explored yet. Or they enjoy the elevated profile. Uh, uh, yeah, but that can be dangerous. If you, be. Like if you're not, unless you got the dogs to handle it. Yeah, I think they do. I just don't know. I don't know the media savvy of some of these young guys yet. Right? Just, I mean, I, I, I think Garrick Wilson is great. Saw us all those guys. I saw them speak at honors. They were, I think, they were fantastic. But I, like, once if criticism comes, mm-hmm. and and you know these questions about Aaron Rodgers, it start to get peppered at them. How they're going to respond to that? That's an interesting thought. Like, what's it going to do for the? What's Aaron Rodgers going to do perceptually for the rest of the team? Forget Aaron Rodgers for a second, but just for the rest of the team, the pressure that now comes on everybody else, uh, right? The conversation that Stanley just had. You guys are supposed to win a Super Bowl because Aaron Rodgers is here. You know what happened to that? You know, thirty to twelve loss to the Bills, right? You know what I mean? Like yeah. It just gets. Yeah. It could get a little dicey, but. I, I but think, could it get dicier than last year when no, he had half no. the locker room wanted one quarterback? No, and half the, I mean, come on. That, I think we've already been through a circus. I think that that helps them actually. Prepares them. It prepares them. It sucks <laughs> that they had to go through that. That they had a divided locker room about who was going to be their starting quarterback. But it, you know what? It was a learning experience. There's no doubt about it. I also think you know if that were to transpire, let's say you know the Jets players outside of Rodgers, are getting bombarded with questions about the state of the mm-hmm. Jets with Rodgers being below what we thought they would be, I think it depends on the profile of, of the season. Like, if they're losing games because the offense isn't doing their job, I, I think it's very easy to latch on to the notion, hey, listen, he's a legend. He'll figure out figure it out. He's new. And uh, we're just going to keep doing what we do on, on defense. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I can't imagine Garrett Wilson's flailing at his arms like he was with Zach and same with Elijah Moore. I think there'd be more visible outward respect on the field, and I think that these guys are smart enough to know it's Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. So, I listen, to me, the media, it's just not what it was. I, I, I don't think players should fear it. I don't think they yeah. do. I don't the, think they control nearly as much sports-wise as they used to. I just don't. It's Yeah, it's the social that's gotten crazy, but the social is also very easy to ignore. Correct, because the next day, there's something else. 877-337-6666. Tiki and Tierney on the fan. So, uh, Brian Reynolds spoke about his Pirates future. Yankee fans might want to get this. And, am I, and, I, and I identified, I thought about this. I needed something for Hoff because I think I've been a little hard on his Metsies this offseason, at least in his mind. I have absolutely, no joke, and I'm going to tell you coming up next, identified one thing, and it's important, that the Mets are absolutely miles better than the Yankees at. We'll do that coming up next. Tiki and Tierney on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.